That's right. I'm Neil Wanell. This is the uncensored, internet-only, all-talk edition of Metal Mouth. Something I like to call heavy metal talk radio. I haven't got together in a... It's probably been a couple of weeks since we've done a show. As always, my co-host... Unmuted. In New Jersey, Japan, Nick. Nick, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. It's uh, great to be back on. It's just things have been crazy busy as of late. Yeah, yeah. Now we've gone from Wednesdays to Mondays. I'm sure people will catch up with it. So, what's it been? Two weeks? Three weeks since we've been here? Something, Something like, that. like that. And just really great news to report, though. Um, in uh, the new Condition Critical album, uh, both you uh, and I were uh, thanked in uh, the sec- the thank you section of the Condition Critical. Uh, Operational Hazard yeah. album, which was that super cool awesome. to get that. That's going to be out this this week. When's that come out? Well, actually, it came out uh, last Tuesday. Oh, it came out so, last uh, Tuesday. Okay. I don't think it's going out. Hmm. I think it came out, let's see. I believe July 12th, because pretty much... Well, geez. I don't know. I'll check Metal Archives right, right now and figure it figure that out. Either it came out last week or it's coming out this week, one or the other. I, well, I mean, I, I got a a couple of copies from uh, Condition Critical's manager last week, mm-hmm. so let's see. And where can I, do you, do you know where uh, where you can order that? Um, obviously the Condition Critical uh, Facebook page, it's mm-hmm. put out by a label called Burned by God Records. Excuse me, oh, the okay, release yeah, date was right. July 10th, 2013. Right. That is okay. Sean Scarano's label. He's a uh, oh. Philadelphia um, label owner. Uh, he also mm-hmm. was, uh, I believe, in some metal bands um, from, I believe, uh, 1990 to 97. Yeah, and, I was... Uh, uh, I was- Aware of that. I thought this was going to be an independent release, but that's good. They got a label back up. Um, well, I think Burned by God Records is like an indie type label, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's it, things are going well from them. I believe also that one of the tracks, I believe it's Random Acts of Killing, is in mm-hmm. the new Terrorizer magazine. It's in the uh, oh. sampler. Um, CD that uh, Terrorizer gives out every month. And, um, I mean, that's great, though. I mean, they've been mentioned a lot in the Aquarian Weekly. Um, Tim Louie and the Aquarian Mm -hmm. Weekly were mentioned. Um, Tim Louie is one of the uh, main editors in the Aquarian, so uh, it's cool to get Uh his name out there as well. And uh, beyond that, I'd say... Just amazed uh, getting in the liner notes. Uh, that's like a first for me. Like, were you ever yeah, thanked in any liner notes, Neil? No, not that I'm aware of. This is yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good news. Yeah, I mean, um, it's great to see like a uh, talented uh, band uh, thank us like that. And um, mm-hmm. beyond that, um, I believe they're coming around to. Uh, the New Jersey area next 
Thursday. No, no. Actually, I believe it's this Thursday at the Championship Bar and Grill in Trenton, New Jersey. And obviously, right. um, Michelle Messina was thanked in the liner notes as well, like Michelle from uh, Champs. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. beyond that, let's get down to uh, speaking about uh, some uh, big concerts that, co- that are coming up. First thing on uh, the list is the Mayhem Fest, where it's Mayhem like... Fest. That's... Um, a concert festival put out and promoted by the Rockstar Energy Drink Company. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of different yeah, stages. That's a pretty big show. You got Rob Zombie headlining the whole thing, Five Finger Death mm-hmm. Punch, Mastodon, Amon Amarth, and let's see what else. Sorry about that. I'm at the page right now. You got Machine Head, Job for a Cowboy, Butcher Babies, Battle Cross, Huntress, as well as Children of Bodom, flying all the way from Finland, um, Emure, Born of Osiris, Motionless and White, Attica 7, and Thrown into Exile. Hmm. For a hell of a lineup. Yeah. How many dates does that do in the U.S., do you know? Let's see. Uh, it looks like it's about a 30 or 40 uh, day concert. You got California, oh, wow. Idaho, wow. Washington, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, uh, a couple of dates in uh, Pennsylvania, um, hmm. Massachusetts, Maine, uh, Camden, New Jersey. Um, Homedale, New Jersey is the one I'm going to be hitting up. You got Virginia, Indiana, Illinois, Atlanta, Georgia, Tampa, Florida, Austin, Texas, the Woodlands, and Dallas. I'm not sure if there's a Chicago date, though. It doesn't look like there's that much uh, Midwest-type stuff in here. I think it's more of like a coastal-type thing. Okay. And just speaking about a concert like that, mm-hmm. things that people really need to think about is uh, how to stay healthy and keep yourself in good right, condition. Because, right. I mean, for concerts like that that are a, fe- that are a festival, you're going to be out on concrete for like maybe 10 or more hours. So you need to make yeah, sure like you bring sunblock. You need to be properly hydrated with water because it's just like... Right. Definitely and be bringing uh, some cold water. Do they let you bring water into the venues? No, Neil. You have to buy some your own more. water. Don't worry. It'll only be $3 for uh, yeah, 16 for, ounces, for which is a great deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to keep the caps either. They take the caps. Well, that geez, way you, you can't know, use if... the full bottle with a cap as a weapon. Or... You can't use the full bottle and fill it up with water at the water fountain or go to the bathroom and fill it up with water and carry it around with you so you don't have to pay another 3 or $5 for the water. 
Oh, I don't think anybody would do that. I think what they're worried about is people capping up the water and then throwing it at somebody. That's what it is. I don't think they're trying to get any extra money out of anybody. They wouldn't do that, would they? Well, think about it. If you can make sure the people don't get the uh, caps, they have to buy more water. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so, that's outrageous. I mean, why can't you just bring your own water in? Because you can get it for like 49 cents at the gas station. As opposed yeah, to three, it, 3 to $6 in the venue. <laughs> you got to maximize profits here, man. <laughs> so what you want to do is really uh, drink a lot of water on the drive over. And also, I guess, in the parking lot before you go in. Yeah, but then you're going to miss the show because you're going to be in the bathroom for the whole show. <laughs> yeah, but also, too, um, make like a, a sandwich or two for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, um, pretty much, I'd say, anything like condiments-wise, like ketchup, mustard, sauerkraut, whatever, put that on your food when you're ready to eat it so it doesn't spoil. Right. And uh, then how are you going to sneak the sandwich in? Oh, you can't sneak the sandwich in. They'll throw it away when they see it. Um, what you're going to need to do is either eat it on the drive over or in the parking lot. Okay. So maybe spend like 10 or 15 minutes once you get into the venue. Um, just eat something before you go in. Mm -hmm. And uh, then... Start checking out the bands. Also, likely bring a hat and maybe shades. Right. Like, uh, for me, uh, I'd say uh, Ozfest was probably, like, the first, uh, like, festival-type thing I've dealt with in the past. And then you got Maryland Death Fest, too, which is just, like, that's a four-day event. So it's right. it's different than just the one-day. That one, one day. That's, I mean, that's just It's just same, in one uh, place. Right, yeah. Yeah, they got some good bands on there, too. Having that tour would be awesome. I suppose paying off some of the headliners would be really difficult, too, though. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, if you're having, like, a touring lineup with, like, Venom, Down, and a bunch of other bands, um, it, it won't be, how you say, feasible to pay off all these bands every night. Well, yeah, I mean, would a show like that really, honestly, would it sell enough tickets to uh, to be able to tour and to be able to, to to make money? I think the interesting thing about festivals is they're like a one-time thing. So mm -hmm. in certain markets, some musicians do a lot better than other markets. So well, obviously... True, right? Some places a musician could be selling out an arena. Other places they should be maybe playing like a club type deal too. Right, right. So it it just all depends upon the notoriety of the musician too. However, I mean, just I'm not sure uh, how long it's been since Venom had a uh, proper U.S. tour. Can you remember? I only remember the one. The the Ultimate Revenge Tour that they did, and that was 1985 with Slayer and Exodus. 
I mean, other than that, I've, I've heard of Venom playing Venom headline that. I see. That was their uh, Possessed. That was the first release that they released in the U.S. Now, Megaforce, I believe that was on Megaforce. Maybe. Yeah, for, for Slayer, that was the Hell Awaits album they were touring on there. Actually, when I saw that tour in Chicago, that was probably about two weeks before uh, before Bonded by Blood was actually on the streets. They were playing here. So what kind of things was Exodus selling at that show if uh, they didn't have uh, Bonded by Blood uh, for sale? Or did they have copies and they were selling it anyways? No, I don't think they were selling any copies at the show. They were selling t-shirts. That's about it. Yeah, usually back in those days, they didn't sell the albums at the show. Every now and then, but that was... uh, I mean, you go to the store to buy the records. You go to a record store. They don't have those anymore, but that's what we used to do. Yeah. That's how you get the records or the magazines, all of that. At the shows, they would be selling the tour T-shirts. That's the only place you could get those T-shirts would be at the tours. There's some other concerts coming up. Uh, Baroness is coming around again mm-hmm. in August. I believe they're playing a New York show. Um, August 14th, and then also, excuse me, Phil Anselma and the Illegals, War Beast, and Author and Punisher are hitting up, uh, I believe, the Best Buy Theater in New York City, August 16th. And that's going to be uh, Phil Anselmo's first uh, solo tour. Right. Yeah, that's going to be House of Blues when that comes through Chicago. Then we've got, come September... Bonded by Blood, Fueled by Fire, mm. Gamma Bomb, and I believe Artillery coming around in September. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be one hell of a show. Yeah, I believe this is Gamma Bomb's first uh, American tour, which would really be cool. And also, Fueled by Fire really hasn't been over on the East Coast for quite some time, so it, it'll be definitely mm. worth it to check out those guys as well. I mean, Bonded by Blood comes around... Um, Typically every six or nine months, I suppose. But uh, still, though, it'll be nice to see some I've of those guys, about too. I've several times, yeah. But every time you see them, I mean, they're, they're constantly changing lineups, so it's almost like seeing a different band, really. Um, I guess so. I mean, um, it's pretty much stayed, I guess, fairly constant. After they got rid of uh, Jose Barrales. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, uh, I, I like all the stuff. All the stuff that yeah. I like. Like, I mean, they've had a uh, steady lineup since 2011. So it's just um, Carlos Regalado on drums, Juan Juarez on uh, guitar, and those are the two founding members of the band. <laughs> then you got Moro Gonzalez on vocals, and Jesse Sanchez on bass. Moro's been in the band since 2010. Jesse's been around since 2011. And the new Fueled by Fire, when's that out? That's out... Uh, uh, I think yeah, it's coming out real soon. Week. Like, obviously, I... 
Oh, wow, July 26th. Damn, it's coming okay. out like in... Let's see. Yeah, I've been checking out some of the Next tracks week. off of that album. That's going to be good. Bonded by Blood, do they have something new? No, no, they had a new album out last year called The Aftermath. Oh, okay, they're still touring up for that one. Really, really good album, though. I mean, um, it's nice to see mm-hmm. what Bonded by Blood can do with Moro as a singer, because I really right. didn't feel like Moro did Jose's songs very well. But the thing is, it's like, how do you, like, as a singer, play somebody else's or sing somebody else's lines that you didn't create yourself? I mean, oh, I guess yeah, it goes yeah. the same way for, like, drummers, bassists, right. and guitarists. Well, I'm sure so, you, I mean, know, you, do difficult. It, you do it when you have to. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's certainly a, a change trying to... um put your spin onto somebody else's work while also trying to stay true to the original. I mean, it's, you just can't make that compromise. I mean, eventually it's just, you know, one particular way is going to come out and, uh, it's just not going to be the way it was when the original Mm -hmm. person did it. But I mean, that's really impossible to expect somebody to be like a completely different person. So, that's just wrong. Uh, Bonded by Blood and both Fueled by Fire, they seem to come around in that, um, the new wave of thrash, I guess they called it. When did yeah, really the new wave. The states, like around 2005, 2007 in that area. Is that about when it hit here? I'd say maybe... You have Toxic Holocaust and Municipal Waste looked like it was part of that wave. But, I, I mean, I don't feel like stuff earlier than um, 2008 that was when it started to really hit because I felt like mm-hmm. honestly w- wait tell me what you were going to say oh I was going to ask you where do you see it at now some of the more notable bands um, you've got like say Holy Grail is coming around or was coming around on a headlining tour and, right yeah uh, was really uh, fortunate enough to get an Aquarian uh, interview with uh, James Paul Luna, the singer, and Eli mm-hmm. Santana, the guitarist, um, published to help promote the uh, New Jersey concert. Right. That's good. Congratulations and, on that. And they're doing pretty well. I mean, right now, I mean, I think Warbringer started the whole... Um, new wave of thrash metal bands starting to headline shows back in 2011. Mm-hmm. They brought around, like, Diamond Plate, which was the real cherry on that lineup out of the rest of the bands. He mm-hmm. had also Lazarus AD, and I think one or two other bands on that tour, but that's those are the only three bands I could remember from that. Right. And Diamond Plate's about to release their second album with uh, Century Media and, and Earache. Yeah, it's... um. But, I think this. Back to, uh, what what I was saying, I mean, uh, the whole new wave of thrash revival. It seemed like uh, 
I don't know. I guess at the time I thought it was just going to be a fad, you know, something that's going to come and go really quick. But it doesn't seem that way. I mean, it, I think it's pretty much here. And a lot of these bands are really kind of cemented, you know. I mean, I think that this uh, the metal is really back in full force. I don't think it's a fad. I think it's really going to stick around. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping uh, you're right. Um, it, mm-hmm. It'd be great to hear that. But I think nowadays... Um, it's just it's moving in the direction of possibly the underground labels and self releases um well, on, yeah. a, on a lot of bands. And you're, and too. you're gonna have some bands just fade off too. But I mean you're gonna have a, a lot of good metal bands come around out of it that are sticking around that are are gonna be doing uh, headlining tours. Yeah, I mean it's and I it's think great you'll, to you'll see you'll still have a lot of up and coming bands too. It's really nice to see some of these new new metal bands be able to play an hour or like a ninety minute set. Because right, it's like right. for a lot of people, like um, I would just like go out to some of these shows and I'd be going straight for like the first or second band on the bill. Mm-hmm. So it's really great to be able to see the bands that you really really wanted to see play in a big set. Right, right. Yeah, there's just then with, more packages, too, with, with thrash bands. I'd say, also, what people need to watch out for, too, <clears throat> come mm. November, there's going to be a really rocking uh, tour. You're going to be having Warbringer, Overkill, and Creator coming around. Oh, yeah. That's coming in November? Yes. I believe... Um, I think Condition Critical is trying to get on the uh, New Jersey show, or maybe they're... No, I think they're actually going to be on the uh, New Jersey show of that at the Championship Bar and Grill in Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah, you don't get to see a lot of the German bands. Yeah, I mean... uh, You know, or European bands in general. I mean, I guess it just costs so much for them to tour over here in New York. Yeah, I guess it's just difficult. I guess um, the U.S. um, visa thing, too, it's like Mm -hmm. bands, I think, need to apply for a touring visa six months in advance of the tour. And it's just like that kind of is a pain in the ass because it's just like... Sometimes you don't know six months in advance. Yeah. I mean, you... Some some of these tours, I mean, like uh, they're just like two or three months in advance, if that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just straight right. up impossible to expect bands to be able to deal with that. And so that's one wow. of the major reasons, also, why I think Sodom never comes around too. And destruction, I think they said that they're not going to be touring the states anymore. Yeah, they they had that um, issue with their booking agent where they said uh, the guy ripped them off on their tour, and that just really sucked, because, I mean, you, you come in to uh, come in from another country to tour, and you're the headlining band, and you get ripped off on your tour. Okay, well, yeah, all right, well, that's probably why, yeah. Like I said, that could have something to do with it, huh? Yeah, I mean, um, they ended up eating... Uh, 
really eaten into the red when it came to that tour. So, I mean, it's just sad, you know, because, I mean, American fans really like destruction, and they're not coming around. So, that's Mm -hmm. that. I guess beyond that, what are some other good concerts you've heard coming around soon? I haven't really heard of many. I mean, with uh, Fueled by Fire and Bonded by Blood, Artillery, that's really uh, one of the, the tours that I'm looking forward to coming through. Other than that, I haven't really heard of much. Have you heard if uh, Diamond Plate is going to be going around to America or Europe once their new album drops? Mm, I haven't heard anything. No tour dates at all on that. I believe that's coming out what, in September. Uh, Diamond Plate. Uh, the new album is August 19th. August 19th, okay. That'll, it looks like that's a Monday. Oh, I'm sure they'll which, tour for it, though. Yeah. I'm sure they'll uh, tour. And uh, it's been a little while since I've de- seen uh, Diamond Plate. That uh, was at the uh, Overkill concert last year. And it'd uh, mm-hmm. be great to see uh, Conrad and the rest of the band come around again. Yeah. I, well, I did get to see him earlier this year with the, uh, the new bass player. And they're playing as a three-piece again. I mean, it's good seeing them that way. It's kind of reminiscent of the old days. But uh, yeah, they were uh, they were awesome. I've never Wait, did, I've never seen them put on a bad show. Why did Mario quit? Uh, I, I don't I don't have any idea what happened with Mario. I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, one of them things where they just figured they worked better as a three-piece. But I don't know that. I'm just I'm just guessing. I have no idea what happened there. How do you feel uh, the singer is? When I seen him, it was at the fallout. I mean, you can't really... I mean, I think he's going to be awesome. I think the album's going to be good. I think he's going to do a really good job. But you can't really... uh, I wouldn't uh, judge him on the sound system that I heard him through that night. So, yeah, that's something we're just going to have to wait until the album's released and listen to the album on that. But he did put on a good show. Did they play a lot of new songs when you saw him or no? No, they did mostly older songs. They did one or two new songs, but it was mostly the older stuff. You know, it was still, it was, uh, it was very early in the year. I think um, late in February, early in March, and uh, they hadn't had the albums wasn't completed yet. So I don't, they might not even had all the songs done yet. So maybe that's why they didn't do a lot of new stuff. I think they only did two new songs that night. Ah, uh, that's understandable. So there's going to be, um, I guess, was was it going to be a three-piece or a four-piece that was on the album, though? Uh, oh, you know, I'm not really sure of that. I'm under the impression it's a three-piece on the album, but I could be wrong. Well, that's a big surprise, though, because you really don't see that many uh, big uh, three-piece bands coming around that much. No, no, I, I do like the old, the, the, you know, the... The power trio. Like, how how many years have you been seeing Diamond Plate, Neil? How many years have you been seeing uh, Diamond Plate for? Neil, you there? Sorry, right, Nick. Was discussing, I guess, uh, the situation with um, Diamond Plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that new album. 
So I guess beyond that, um, any final words? No, no, no. Okay. Well, I guess um, let's wrap things up for tonight then. All right. Well, it was a good time tonight. And uh, till next time, you keep it metal. Till the next time. Peace. Muted. Billy Mack is a registered trademark.